Welcome in to another podcast by Jesse Williams. This one is going to be titled Common Sense Conversation. So I have recently given you an episode of the Dads in Timeout sports show, which is posted and has gotten some views. I appreciate all the views coming from everybody that I have spoken to. I also posted a Christ in a Culture War uh, podcast, which is doing a little bit, and I appreciate all the listens to that, but I don't want to constrict myself to talking about just Christianity and um, sports. Not that, I mean, obviously to me, the most important thing in my life is my faith, but I would kind of like to talk today just, it's probably going to be a rant and a ramble, um, but it's one of those things that... There's a lot of things that I've been listening to and precursor. I've been watching a YouTube video from 2019 with Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. So before you freak out, I don't co-sign everything by each one of those individuals. But I want to talk about this new podcast coming out, which is called Common Sense Conversations, which is basically the platform where we have a dichotomy in this country where everyone seems to want to be far left and far right and not listen to anybody in the middle and then everyone on either side is evil or crazy and all that so there's just a couple of things i want to talk about i don't have the fan plugged in you as you can see it's not plugged into the back wall there's some issues with my air conditioning going on so this podcast probably won't be super long it actually might be a short clip So I want to address some things. Number one, if a person votes for Donald Trump, that does not mean that he is a diehard Trump supporter and that he views everything in the scope of that the election was rigged, that he's a Q conspiracy guy, and that he co-signs everything um, associated with the character of Donald J. Trump, right? So, little background on me. In 2016, when Trump ran for president, I did not vote for Trump. I did not like his character. I didn't like I didn't like the fact that he was kind of doing the same thing that Bernie Sanders was doing in the fact that they were giving all these ideas, but they weren't giving us any practical application on how these things were going to be implemented if they got elected. So, Bernie Sanders was all on like the free college and the capitalism is bad and and Trump was all like, we're going to build a wall and I'm going to hire the greatest people and this, that, and the other. And so what happens is, is that if you're a diehard right-wing Republican, everything the Democrats do is bad. No matter if they pass a good bill, they never get the credit. And the same thing with Trump. And I have noticed this with a lot of my Democratic friends is every time that I talk about good economies under certain presidents they were like well that's just because the other president put stuff in play listen i voted republican before i have only voted for one democrat in my life but i am not a member of a political party i am not a republican i am not a democrat i used to probably consider myself more of a libertarian but now i feel like the libertarian party has been taken over by crazy people so in 2008 ron paul uh, I read his book, uh, I think it was called Revolution or something, The Revolution. I can't remember. It's a really good book. I agreed with a lot of it. I also understand that the gold standard was something that we were taken off of a long time ago, and the Federal Reserve has way too much power. The government prints a bunch of money. And I also realized that in 2000, because I think Ron Paul was running in 2000, and this book came out in 2008. He was running in the primaries 
2012, he ran as a Republican because you don't win in the third party system. And so, and then he, of course, he didn't win the nomination. He started the Liberty Report. His son Rand Paul ran. And so, a lot of ideals of a small central government. And here's the thing like, it's interesting because as a Christian, I fall into a weird category of what do I do with my moral and Christian value beliefs? And what do I do with the fact that I think that the government should be involved in very little amounts of things? And when that comes to making laws against things that I might think are harmful, like, for example, the Libertarian Party now, a lot of people, and I'm not speaking for all libertarians here, but I think that a lot of libertarians that I come across are like, we should just legalize all the drugs. And if you haven't been around drug addicts and you haven't seen the crime and the desperation of someone who is addicted to a narcotic such as heroin crack cocaine um but really like methamphetamines is the big one and so i I live in um southwest arkansas i'm an hour away from the texas border i'm 30 minutes from oklahoma this town has a population of like 63 6500 people there's a lot of dope heads here right and i feel bad for them but if you've never been around actual drug addicts because this is the problem that i get from a lot of people they're like well as a christian you're supposed to help out the homeless i agree but here's the issue with that is that you see people on the street you don't know their story you you don't know that this person is actually trying to get help so if you run around and so i i used to go to downtown little rock and go places and hang out after 10 p.m you can just imagine what that is i'm not saying i'm proud of it i'm saying it's part of my history so i used to go to bars and there would always be homeless people down there and they all had a story and i literally had a guy that was homeless i felt you know whatever i gave him 20 bucks walked by him 30 minutes later and he asked me for another asked me for our money and i'm like bro i just gave you 20 bucks i've literally seen people take my money um and then go buy alcohol or drugs with it like and so but these are the people with the signs is like hey i need work and so differentiating differentiating i can't even say that word trying to find the difference between the people that are really needing help and the people scamming um is a difficult thing um because i raised this issue when i was in youth group in church i was like why are we going to dallas and chicago and why are people sending missionaries to africa and china and all these other places well they're probably not sending to china because it's illegal there but we're sending people to all these places and i grew up in little rock and we're not witnessing to the people in our neighborhoods like that are that are around the church that we go to and they were like oh it's dangerous and i'm like south side chicago's not dangerous like dallas isn't dangerous i mean we were going to branson and putting on puppet shows and going to silver dollar city which i never went to silver dollar city we, we went to a couple of matinee shows and they were really good but it's like what are we doing here and so what happens is is you have dichotomies that are painted for people on different political spectrums right and then you just start looking at it and it's like okay so you have these super rich people in congress that don't pay a lot of taxes that are making these laws and they're supposed to be representing people in their district but nothing they really seem to do seems to be actually representing the people and so it becomes one of those things that if you watch Fox News or you watch CNN and that's all you watch and you don't compare and contrast, then you're going to be programmed to think that everything that they tell you on that specific news channel is what is, right? 
And so my biggest problem with the state of the culture today is that, and, and this is, once again, I stated in the last podcast, I'm not in a culture war just pointing out everything that I hate. But the problem is, is in the last 10 years, maybe 10, 15 years, our young people have lost the ability to critically think, right? So when you bring up things like objective morality, when you bring up things like, hey, listen, if this, okay, I'll give you a great example. I have people all the time, and I have talked about this on a podcast before, and I have rambled on about this on Facebook. The biggest thing that irritates me the most is when people say that all religious systems basically say the same thing. And it's like on it's just factually not true, right? So Christianity claims that Jesus is the only way to God, no matter how you twist it or want to be like, well, if you look at it this way, no, like if you read this entire book, it literally says that the only way to spend eternity with God is through Christ, his son, who was part of God. Okay, so then you have, and, and Christianity claims that Jesus died on the cross, and it claims that Jesus rose from the dead. Well, if you go and study Islam, you will realize they don't think that Jesus died on the cross. They definitely don't think he resurrected. They definitely think he's going to die in Armageddon. And if you look at the description of the Antichrist in Revelation and then compare it with what the Muslims believe their uh, their uh, the, the, the Mahdi is going to be, their last Imam, the 13th Imam, I think it is. If I got the number wrong, apologies to anyone who practices Islam. It's very similar, right? And so I'm not saying which one's right or wrong, even though I think Christianity is right. What I'm saying is those two systems contradict each other, right? So if I tell you that one plus one is two and you tell me that one plus one is three and you're not doing some crazy theoretical mathematics, we're going to get to a point to where someone has to be right and someone has to be wrong, right? If you tell me that George Washington was born in the 1700s, and I say no, he was born in the 1800s. One of the, I mean, that's a hundred year difference, right? And you could say, well, in between, well, no, because he died in like the late 1700s, according to history. And you say he was born in the 1800s. Well, if I say that he died in 1790, whatever, let's say 1798, because I don't remember the exact year, and you say that he was born in 1805, well, if he was born in 1805, he could not have died before then, right? So those things contradict each other. So then you have religious systems like Judaism who believe everything that Christians believe in the Old Testament, but are like, hey, that Jesus guy wasn't a Messiah. There's a direct contradiction there. So those two systems cannot be true. Okay, so you look at Buddhism. Buddhism's like, hey, it's just Buddha taught about the the, the seven-pole path and and I'm, I'm drawing blanks, but like it's more of a deny yourself um basically that desire causes suffering so you need to get rid of desire and okay so and so then it may not have a super religious belief but but so buddhism may not contradict um christianity but christianity contradicts buddhism it's like no like the way like christianity is not about live your best life now i don't care what joel osteen tells you i don't care what none of these prosperity gospel preachers tell you that's not the message of the bible right so those contradict each other okay so then you have mormonism who believes that there's they believe a lot of crazy things a lot of mormons don't know this but they, they believe that jesus is satan or brothers well the bible does not believe that jesus is satan or brothers so that's a contradiction right there right so my point is whether or not which one of these are correct 
I've already specified which ones I think are correct. But if you think it's correct, then it's okay. We disagree. Like, we have differing points. And so the easy way is like, well, they're all the same. We're all going to get the same place. Well, if that's the case, and if there is a God, and this God created all these religions, and we've had all these wars and disputes and debates, then God is a God of confusion. And the scripture tells us that our God is not a God of confusion. So my point is, and that, that's where I get into like objective morality, where someone's like, well, what's true for you is true for you, and what's true for me is true for me, and we can just have our own truth. And it's like, okay, that's okay when it comes to opinions. Like, I can be like, yo, I think pineapple on pizza is all right. I don't think it's great, but I'm not against it. And there's some people who are like, never pineapple on pizza. Well, that's an opinion. It doesn't really mean anything. Like, you can like, like... You don't have to have pineapple on your pizza, and I can have pineapple on my pizza, and we can be cool. Like, it's like, whatever, bro. Like, we just have different tastes. But when it comes to matters of the soul and what is correct and what is right and wrong, like, so if I say it's objectively, like, I believe in objective morality. I think certain things are right and certain things are wrong. So people will tell me that there is no way to understand or I'm trying to think of the phrase. They'll say there's no way to understand truth. And they will say there is no objectively correct statement. Well, here's the problem. You just made an objective claim. And so now your objective claim cannot be true because you told me there's no objective truth. Like, it's literally logic. It's literally saying, okay, like you say that, um, like you're saying that there is no objective truth. But you're objectively saying something. You're making a statement. So your objective statement cannot be true. So now your objective claim that there is no objective truth is now absolutely false because you made an objective claim. It's really simple. But here's what happens a lot of young people, and I notice this in young people, where, and I don't want to hate on young people because I was young and I hated when they hated on us, but it's something I've noticed within the last, like within the 2020s or i guess we're only in 2022 so really in the late 2010s where like when you point that out to them they just jump to another argument right so if if there's no way to know truth then whatever you tell me so if you tell me that there's no way to know truth then i'm going to say well there's no way to know that the statement that there's no way to know truth is true because you just said there's no way to know truth so like you literally just smoked your whole entire argument and that's what I want to do. Like, I see a lot of memes get posted, and I see a lot of people just post things on the internet. And it's like, did you think about what you said when you said it? Um. So I think as a country, and I don't know what what, what goes on in other countries. Um, the countries I've been to, they're too busy trying to survive to have these conversations about. And and, and that's another thing, man. Like. The, all these identity politics, right, and identity, gender, and all this—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's social media has made the individual feel like that they're the center of the universe. So, on the last Christ and Culture podcast, I talked about how a lot of these new pastors make you the hero of the story, and they make you feel like that you're the Bible's about you, the story's about you, you're David, and in the David and Goliath story, and. And you're Elijah, and you're Moses in the burning bush, and, and and you're the thief on the cross. And it's like, that's not how it is. But social media has made it seem like, because people get followers, and I have 2,700 followers on Twitter. And 
people might like what I say, but social media has taken a world that was designed by God to worship the creator to everything is about me. There was this one pastor I was watching a video on. I can't remember his name. I had never actually heard of him before, but he went through all the slogans of all like these brands like Nike, just do it. Um, and what you will find is all these brands are about you being the individual, you being the hero, like probably like they're well first off they're using it to sell a product right but they're looking at it as like it's all about you and so um if i walk up to somebody i'm like hey ma'am how are you doing it's like i don't identify as that and i'm like okay cool like you have the right to do that but now you're expecting the rest of the world to know what you identify as now if you're cool about it cool like i have no problem calling you by whatever pronoun like whatever like but there's so many of them now, and it's like, how do I keep it all straight? Like, do I need to write down a list? Like, but it's the thing is like, we have made it as a society that we think that everybody should cater to our every single needs. There's billions of people on the planet with millions and billions of jobs that have families, that have jobs, that have careers and hobbies. And we just think that it's everyone else's prerogative to understand what my every single want is. So... It's just, it's crazy because I don't understand where this started, where it's like, and maybe it started with bad parenting, where it's like, hey, like, like, I do think that you should tell your kids that they are special. I do think that. I do think that everyone has intrinsic value, but if you think that the, like, and if you think the rest of the world has time to figure out everything that like the importance of everything that you think like now in my friend groups like i like to figure out what people think and what people need but how am i supposed to know by looking at you what you think and what you believe and what your desires and wants are it's it's taken this entire world that honestly could work as a collective and is individualized it so much to the point that everyone's an individual we've lost national identity we've lost spiritual identity where it's and it's and it's almost weird because it's so individualistic but it's also group thing so you think you're individualistic but all y'all are under an umbrella of a group so you're really not an individual at all you're just following a trend you're following that and that's why the same people watch the same videos they watch the same movies they all like you have all these people on the right and they all speak the same rhetoric it's almost like somebody planted something in their brain and same thing with the people on the left they're all like oh well i heard about this and this is how we thought and cnn and fox told me to tell me how to think like what if i'm just a person that's multifaceted and say you know what there are some things on the right that i like there's some things on the left that i like there's a lot of things on the left that i dislike and there's a lot of things on the right that i dislike but if i'm in the center then so like i lean more right than left then all of my right wing friends are like you're just sitting on the fence and it's like bro like listen i can make a decision i can tell you value for value what i believe in and and i will stand on those beliefs christianity being the main one like killing babies is wrong in my opinion not telling you how to live your life um murdering people is wrong um people that are making billions of dollars not paying taxes is wrong but that doesn't mean we just get rid of capitalism we reform it because a lot of people look at they're like they don't look they don't read history because we talked about in the previous podcast they don't even believe in history 
So when you tell them about the history of communism and they think that's the governmental system that we should go to, it's like, do you know how that ends every single time? Like, literally. Now, I'm not talking socialism. But here's the thing. Like, I literally believe that I work in security. We'll say that. And I make a certain amount of money. I think that a guy that does open heart surgery should get paid more than me. I'm sorry. I think his job's more important. I also think that... And, and I had a buddy tell me this the other day, and it's like, it's the whole raise the minimum wage crowd. And they're like, we need to raise the minimum wage so people can support themselves. And I'm like, we literally live in a country where you can go get a different job if the jobs are available. And they're like, oh, well, people in these circumstances. And it's like, my biggest thing in life is personal accountability. Like, I'm not saying it's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard to get a better job. I'm, but if, But if I'm 16... And I go back, so I got my first job at 17, and I'm in the position I am for the most part because of choices I have made. So I'm not in the best financial situation in the world. So much for my white privilege. My dad runs his own business. I didn't run and go get a job from him. My dad probably wouldn't hire me because I'm not a businessman, which is fine. I love my pops. But like now, I'm making $10 more an hour than I was 20 years ago. That's not great. I'm not proud of that, but... like. Is it because I didn't have the opportunity? No, it's choices that I've made. It's choices. Like I joined the military. There were reasons why some my fault, some the army's fault, why I didn't get promoted as fast between certain ranks. But I'm at least willing to acknowledge part of that was stuff that I did or did not do. Some of the choices in my professional life are I worked at the same restaurant for nine years and I didn't want to go work in the kitchen. Whose fault is that? That's on me. I can take personal responsibility for that. Now, I also live in a town where there weren't a whole lot of job opportunities. But this idea that it's somehow the government's job to support your family. Like, listen, I'm going to be frank. The government did not make you have eight children or four children or two children. The government is not responsible for the fact that... I didn't use protection and that I have a son. Like, that's not the government's fault. It is not their job to support that. If you think minimum wage is still too low in 2022, I'm not even arguing that it's not. But the solution to me is not just to raise the minimum wage for every single person in the country. Because, okay, so you let's say you work at McDonald's. And trust me, I go to fast food places all the time. They get orders wrong. A lot of the people in there are... Let, let, let's be real, okay? If you've ever worked in fast food or in a restaurant, you know that you've worked with potheads, you've worked with drunks, you worked with people who've shown up late, don't show up to work, people who literally call in so they can smoke weed all day. I'm not saying that is everybody in fast food, but those people exist. So because that person, this let, let's call this individual Todd because I literally don't know a single person named Todd. So Todd works at McDonald's, and Todd starts out at McDonald's at 17. Todd graduates. Actually, Todd doesn't graduate from high school. Todd's white. We'll just use him so you can't say it's the system's fault. So Todd's white. Todd comes from a middle, upper middle class family. And Todd graduates high school, and Todd works at McDonald's, and Todd likes to smoke weed. And so Todd goes to work, and he gives minimal effort, and then Todd smokes weed every single day. And now, but if you talk to Todd, Todd's a really bright guy, right? And Todd is smart, but he likes to smoke weed all day. And I'm not saying marijuana is right or wrong, but smoking weed all day can be detrimental. And then Todd's 24, 
and Todd works at Taco Bell and Todd gets offered Todd's really good at making tacos he's really good at making quesadillas and they're like hey Todd do you want to be a supervisor Todd's high when they ask him this he can't pass a drug test to be a supervisor I don't know if that's Taco Bell standards it's just an example and Todd turns it down now Todd's 30 and Todd works at Walmart and Todd stocks well Todd works really hard but Todd likes to smoke weed and get drunk on the weekends actually Todd gets drunk every single day so Todd gets offered a position but once again it's required that Todd needs to take a drug test and you could be like why should they drug test I'm like listen the same reason why you can't go work heavy machinery if you're drunk because you will literally hurt yourself or somebody else now Todd once again is not a real person but are we going to now say, let's say that there's a million Todds in the country. So it's the government's fault that Todd, oh, oh, and by the way, Todd goes and has a bunch of unprotected sex. So Todd now has six kids, a current baby mama, and owes child support for, let's say, three of his kids. Are, okay, so Todd's got a baby by one baby mama, a baby by another baby mama, and he's got four by his current baby mama let's say they get married okay so now he's got a wife he's got the four kids and the two and he's paying child support on the two so now is it the government's fault that todd didn't do anything with his life like we might really like todd but let's say there's a million todds in the country okay so now it's the government's responsibility to raise the minimum wage so now todd gets the minimum wage up to 16 dollars an hour and now todd is making the same as a guy that works at Taco Bell making tacos as a person that is doing security at a major corporation. So now the person that was making $16 an hour when Todd was making 11 is now getting paid the same for Todd to make tacos. So now do we raise them? Now do we raise the pay for the guy in the security position? Okay. So now the guy in the security position now makes as much as a supervisor. So what do we do? I let's say this is me in this scenario and I get raised to like $20 an hour. Well, my supervisor makes $20 an hour. They're in charge of me. So now we have to raise their pay. Okay. So now they're making much as much as the manager. So now we have to raise the manager's pay. So when we actually look at this, do we understand that a simple raise the minimum wage which the minimum wage in most states has gone up. Now the minimum wage in Alabama is ridiculous, right? My point is, is that and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working at McDonald's. I am saying that from an economic standpoint, you have jobs, starting out jobs, like a cart pusher at Walmart. You start out as a cart pusher. 20 years later, if you're a cart pusher and you're not, let's say, and there are exceptions to this. There are people that have mental and physical um, limitations that may not be able to move up, right? not talking about them we'll set them over to the side but you are a perfectly functioning fully physically able-bodied person with a brain that works is it the government's fault that in 20 years you never elevated yourself so we have to raise your pay because you're lazy and once again i'm not saying that everybody falls under this but i've worked in i've worked for walmart i've worked for other fast food joints. I've worked in regular restaurants. And what I mean by regular restaurants is sit down restaurants, right? 
and I've seen people who can smoke weed and be the supervisor and be just fine. I have seen people that smoke weed and put out terrible work ethic. So we're just going to blanket everybody and make sure that every single human being can provide for their family despite what their habits and their lack of work ethic may be. Because here's the thing, most places now, they don't even fire you if you're bad at your job. If you show up and you don't show up visibly intoxicated and you do your job to like the very minimalist level, they're never going to fire you. So we have that. So now I'm not saying that I'm dogmatic and like, hey, like minimum wage should always stay the same. But it's like, listen, bro, like I think everybody should look in the mirror and be like, hey, like how can you make your life better? Start with that. And if you've done everything you're supposed to do and you just have bad luck, okay, I'm not talking to you, okay? And I'm not saying that having four kids is a bad thing. I'm not saying that, I mean, I think that if you have multiple kids by multiple women, I mean, that's a financial burden. I'm not telling, I don't think that's right, but hey, do you. Like, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but then don't come blame the federal government for the financial positions. Like, I don't have good credit. I'll just tell y'all straight up. My credit's so bad, they won't take my cash. Is that the government's fault? No, it's my fault. That is my fault that I don't have great credit. It's not the government's fault. So now should the government raise my pay so I can support myself? No, I worked my butt off. I started out stocking. And I got a hookup because I worked in the army with this guy for two weeks. We got super cool, you know? Like, I just try to make good relationships with people. Get the job at Walmart. He's going to go active guard. Guess what? He's like, you work really hard. My boss wants to hire you, and I, I'll put a good word in for you. I worked there three months, and there were people super mad that I got a $5 pay raise. Guess what? I earned it. I worked hard. I kept my head down. I did what I was supposed to do. I'm not patting myself on the back because there are times I didn't. But we have to start every conversation with this with personal responsibility. Now, we get into college debt. I get it. I think that was a whole scam with 18-year-olds. But... Here's the problem. So are we going to forgive all the current college debt? So what about everybody in the past that paid off all those loans that y'all say were a scam? Do we, are we going to, are we going to, we going to back pay them too? Since y'all are all about fair and equality and all this, are we only going to forgive current student debt? Or are we going to say, hey, the thing has been a fraud from the beginning. And now everyone that ever accrued college debt through student loans, we're now going to um go ahead and forgive all that debt too or is it just about your generation is it just about you and that sounds a little harsh but it's like no you're like well, no 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 you don't have college debt anymore it's like yeah because i paid it off like i had student loans i paid them off i had two of them i had mohila and i had citibank they took my whole taxes one year to do it and the other one i like dropped them like a twenty three hundred dollar check like I didn't have, because you know what, as I went along, I was like, you know what, I had a couple of student loans and I was like, you know what, I'll drop out and work. I'm not going to take any more student debts out. I joined the military and I got a lot of my college paid for. I made that decision. I'm not saying you have to join the military, but there are ways. What about the person that went and got a 4.0? The person that while you were partying or while you were kicking at the movies and this is me, <laughs> so I'm not saying y'all, this is me too. I disclaimer i did not get a full ride to any college i ever went to i did not make a 36 on the act i didn't even study for the act i made like a 23 that's my fault i didn't study i went to the club and then showed up without a pencil and a calculator and i am smart enough that i made a 23 b 
BSing, right? Is that the government's fault that I didn't get what I needed to do? Now, when you start talking about lower demographic communities, I don't want to even get into that because that turns into a whole racial conversation. And my thing is that every human being should start off with personal responsibility. And if you have done everything right, because there are government programs that help people. Like, I am not against government assistance. I'm not against people getting help. Like, I'm really, like, listen, I was with a girl that was on food stamps. She's the mother of my child. Um, I'm not against it. Um, there are systems in place. But just to, I think that a lot of people just treat every situation like they're the victim. And it's the government's responsibility to bail everybody out. Like, I'm not saying this is everybody, but I've known so many people. Like, I've known guys who sold drugs and never had a job in a small town, but they have $20,000 rims on a car. They're like, I don't know why the police follow me. I'm like, bro, you walk like a drug dealer. You talk like a drug dealer. You are a drug dealer. You never had a job, but you always have money. Hmm. I wonder where he gets money from. Oh, and they know where your mama lives. So, like, they know she ain't got money. So, like, they see people come in and out of your house at all hours of the day. They see your car there all day, so like they're like, hmm, there's ten thousand people in this town. We know that dude don't work, but it's the but they're profiling you because you're black, like or white. I know white guys like this too. They're profiling me because I wear a fitted hat, and I've been profiled in the mall before. It sucks. It's wrong, but guess what? It all starts with personal responsibility. If we can start there, and then we can work through those issues. But if we can't start a personal responsibility, there's no conversation to be had. Last thing I want to get to is the media. Listen, guys, I am the media. I'm a podcaster, right? So everyone's always up in arms about the media said this and the media said that and the media is bad, 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 bad. And do I think there's bad media? Yes. Do I think there's also people who work for the media that are just trying to do their job? Yes. Listen, if you don't believe something that the media says, go and research it for yourself. Why are you so hell-bent on blaming the media for... Like, I hear this all the time as the media creates these narratives and now people are just believing this and they're pitting us against each other. Well, they can't pit us against each other if they if we don't let them. Stop listening to them. Turn off the TV. Turn off the news. Like, if you think that they're trying to pit the right versus the left and make us fight, which they are. They are. That, that, that's true. But you don't have to be a part of that. Personal responsibility. Why is everything someone else's fault? Why is it someone else's fault that you buy everything that Fox News says? Or you buy everything to CNN or MSNBC or CBS or NBC or CNBC or ne- name the BC that you want to add or the BS or whatever channel, BBC, any of that. Like You listen to it, you consume it, and now it's someone else's fault that we're being divided and everything's a conspiracy and nothing is true and we never went to the moon and George Washington never existed and they created this country to keep people down and it's like personal responsibility my guys I could go on for hours but I'm sweating it's hot I just kind of wanted to rant on some things that maybe more people might care about I'm still doing the dads and timeout sports show that's not going anywhere the Christ in a culture war podcast though it might get a name tweak is not going anywhere and common sense conversation this new podcast i don't know this might be a one-time episode depending on how y'all react i might drop another one but 
This has been a Common Sense Conversation podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. Y'all have a great day. God bless. Personal responsibility, everybody. And feel free to comment. Y'all have a great day.